the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Good afternoon on this Monday. Right now it's 12.06 and you're listening to The John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. There'll be no Facebook Live today. We are redoing the studio, upgrading, implementing. So no Facebook Live today. But folks, the show goes on. Remember, you can always listen, AM 1380 or 99.9 FM. Or if you're online, you can listen uh, on the website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. The left-hand side, click Listen Live. This portion of the program, on this Monday, and as you just heard Johnny Reynolds mention, uh, <clears throat> the final full week, it's Thanksgiving week is what it is, uh, on this Monday, November 22nd. And it's brought by Henry Oil. Listen, this winter, make Henry Oil your oil provider. Call them today, 401-521-0200. 401-521-0200. Henry Oil, reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. Call them. You can depend on Henry Oil lock and cap pricing, service contracts, budget plans, automatic delivery. Serving most Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass, a family tradition since 1947. Henry Oil. Call them today, 401-521-0200 and always online at henryoil.com. Folks, visit the website, depetro.com. Don't forget to petro.com. We do have the story up, and I'm going to talk about it a little bit, Uh, but it's on the website Regarding Rhode Island Congressman David Cicilline and the uh, congressman saying, um, well, I'll get into it a little bit, but check out the different stories and some of our supporters on the website. Uh, Brunch by Brood Awakenings. Don't forget fresh ingredients, cozy environment, the brood difference. There's a Brood Awakenings near you. Stop it and see them. The Cicilline statement that you just heard myself and Justin Katz uh, discuss on one of my favorite segments, which is politics this week. But then, um, obviously, there's still a lot of fallout on the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict. And tonight, Tucker Carlson, well, we've learned, I thought initially it'd be Hannity. Because uh, Hannity, and I'm going to talk about what happened with the holiday uh, parade rampage, 18 children in the hospital. But um, I, th- I thought Hannity was going to have Tucker Carlson. I didn't know that Tucker Carlson, they have somehow reached an agreement where they're doing a documentary on Kyle Rittenhouse. And they even had a film crew kind of embedded with him. I don't know for how long, but that's going to be tonight. But if you go to the website, depetro.com, no eyes, D-E-P-T-R-O.com. And this is one of those things. He should be called out. He should be called out. We're trying to call him out. But I mean be held accountable. Rhode Island Congressman David Cicilline, his reaction. Now, there's an Illinois rep that after we saw the rampage, this Christmas parade of Wisconsin, they'll put out, well, that's karma. That that is ludicrous. We don't know all the details yet. Um, A lot of this information that's still coming out. But just sticking with the Rittenhouse thing for a moment. Rhode Island Congressman David Cicilline, he put out on Twitter. Now, this is in a way... This is his official statement. They didn't, he didn't release a statement. Uh, Biden did. But Cicilline put, this, listen to this, bringing a gun to a peaceful protest and chasing people down is not self-defense. This acquittal is a stain on our justice system. So let's break that down a little bit. And again, especially those of you that live in the first district, Congressional District 1, 
which is the northern part of the state to Providence, and then it goes East Bay to Newport, and even part of Jamestown, I believe. But first of all, bringing a gun. Well, let's let's take this apart. First of all, there were many protesters or slash rioters, looters, who had guns. One of the individuals who got shot had a pistol on him, and he pointed it at Kyle Rittenhouse. So the protesters had guns. Bringing a gun. Well, there were a lot of people that had guns. To a peaceful protest. This was night three of rioting, looting, setting fires. How much damage did they do to Kenosha? $50 million in damage. So Kyle Rittenhouse, along with some others, agreed to try to put out fires and also act as a medic for those that maybe got injured in trying to protect this guy who had three car dealerships. So Cicilline, a peaceful protest. Well, there's nothing peaceful about it. Joseph Rosenbaum, who was the first person shot, was in the uh, process of trying to push a canister that was on fire into a police car. And they were trying to set up a, a large fire at a gas station. So bringing a gun, bringing a gun, first of all, that. All right. So he did. Kyle Rittenhouse, he was given a gun. This whole business. So he crossed state lines. He, so what? So what? Yes, he did cross state lines as if that's a crime. His, and these are, this, is, this whole thing of crossing state lines comes from people who want open borders, if that's not even more crazy. But peaceful protest. Well, it, it wasn't a protest. It was a riot. It was night three of rioting. That's what was going on. And here's the real life, chasing people down. Now, Cicilline, who put this out, Anyone that saw the video, anyone that saw the video, he was being chased. The reason he got off on self-defense is he was being chased. After he shot Joseph Rosenbaum, he was then chased. He was knocked to the ground. He was kicked. There was someone that kicked him in the side of the head. That person was not hit. He happened to be a person of color. The next person who went to hit him with a skateboard, who did strike him with a skateboard, he was then shot. And then the third person shot, pointed his pistol at Rittenhouse, who then shot him once, wounding him in the arm. But Rhode Island Congressman David Cicilline, quote, this acquittal is a stain on our justice system. Now, Cicilline was a criminal defense attorney before he became a congressman, before he actually was first mayor of Providence for years. Kyle Rittenhouse received a trial. Kyle Rittenhouse received a trial. With a judge and a jury, and he was uh, judged by a jury of his peers. A stain on our justice system. What people like Cicilline and Biden and the elk, that elk, what they are doing is undermining confidence in our justice system. By presenting uh, lies is what they are. Lies. And then it's so inflammatory. Cicilline put that out on 1.30 on Friday. Bringing a gun to a peaceful protest and chasing people down is not self-defense. Wisconsin, as I mentioned last night, has very strong self-defense laws. In the very beginning, and the video that emerged of this, you saw Kyle Rittenhouse being chased. It was, they brought charges two days after that. It was political. They brought charges. They should not have brought charges in this case. This this acquittal 
is as a result of the justice system working appropriately. Now, there was a guest right now, by the way, folks, 10 injured children sent to the pediatric ICU. We will follow the story that's going on right now in Wisconsin, which is just terrible. But this business in Cicilline, what I mean by that is it's irresponsible. He is trying to flame people up. He is trying to incite people uh, by presenting, by, by not presenting facts. He's putting out misinformation is really what he's doing, meaning Cicilline. So there was a guest on CNN yesterday, and his name is uh, David French, and I follow him on Twitter. Senior editor of The Dispatch, which is a uh, conservative outlet. So, but I want to play you because I thought he, I thought he kind of summed it up pretty well. And I want to compare that to what others have been saying about our justice system is broken. Even, you know, President Biden saying, I'm angry and disillusioned. And, and um, so I want you to listen to, because this guy is certainly um, considered a conservative. But the, the voice you're going to hear, contributing writer to The Atlantic. And I, I wouldn't, he, he's not, you know, he's not like a big liberal or progressive. But I want you to listen. This is so important because he also illustrates where the media dropped the ball on this whole thing. So I want you to listen. This was on CNN yesterday. When it comes to the Rittenhouse verdict and the media. <clears throat> well, one of the takeaways is that I think the media dropped the ball. Parts of the media dropped the ball on covering this case from the start. Because right from the start, there were a couple of things that were pretty immediately obvious. One was we knew what Wisconsin self-defense law was. And the other one was there was a lot of video evidence out there in the public domain. And what the video evidence showed was that Rittenhouse was being chased before he fired fatal shots, that he was knocked to the ground, he was attacked before he fired fatal shots. And if you knew Wisconsin self-defense law and you knew sort of the rules around open carry, then you knew he was going to have a strong defense. But what a lot of people did is they took the foolishness of being there, the recklessness of being there in and of itself, a 17-year-old armed with a rifle going to a riot to social unrest, that's ridiculous. 17-year-olds shouldn't be doing that. And they conflated that with all that followed. And that's a big mistake. That's not how juries look at it. Juries look at the law. They compare the law to the facts. And under Wisconsin self-defense law, he had a strong defense. And honestly, it was pretty apparent from the beginning that he had a strong defense. How much of this is about slogans that were attached early on, like the slogan about crossing state lines, you know, and how much this is about information that didn't come out right away, that only came out at trial, that then changed the picture? You know, I think trial fleshed it out, but okay. there, was an, there were an awful lot of people who knew the contours of the defense early on. The videos mm. were out there early on. And I think there were media outlets who just did a disservice by not noting that Rittenhouse was running away. This is somebody not who was not aggressively approaching people. He was running away. Mm. Under, even under Wisconsin self-defense law, there's some, sort, there's some modified versions of a duty to retreat, but some, he was being pursued by that first, the first person he shot very aggressively. And so these kinds of things were not 
amplified enough. And so that's one of the reasons why I think the verdict took millions of Americans by surprise on its own terms, separate and apart from the question of should he have been there, which I don't think he should have been there, that you don't give a 17-year-old a rifle and encourage a 17-year-old with a rifle to go to a riot. That is not what you do. But those things were being conflated with the legal elements of the crime Mm, itself. Right, I see what you're saying. You know, that is an excellent, uh, I think, you know, the, the media, the information was out there. The information was out there. But, you know, th- this whole, I think what I liked about what he summed up was I'm looking at there's a state rep, David Morales. And again, folks, good afternoon at 1218 on this Monday. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, granted, this guy is a socialist, but listen to his, this shows you his mindset. This is the mentality. If you wonder why there are problems in Rhode Island government, if a 17-year-old person of color cross state lines, again, they are, <clears throat> they are stuck on this crossing state line thing. So what? Wait, wait, so what? <clears throat> his mother lived in Illinois. The father lived in Wisconsin, Kenosha, 20-minute ride, 15-minute ride. So what? You know, I was hearing that last fall from some of the protesters. He crossed state lines. And, right, so these are, by the way, the same people that are in favor of open borders. But let's listen to this. If a 17-year-old person of color crossed state lines, armed himself with an illegally acquired illegally acquired assault rifle that's that's false illegally acquired it wasn't illegally acquired the gun charge was dismissed it wasn't even assault rifle his friend gave it to him it's an open carry state that statement right there is a lie listen to this line murdered two people they would be in prison for life without parole or the death penalty. That's the harsh reality, and it hurts. Well, they wouldn't have been attacking him if he was a person of color. You know, this is so frightening. Here's someone else putting out. Not guilty. A white teenager's got his hands on a semi-automatic rifle. Showed up at a protest in support of black lives. It was a riot. Killed two people, wounded another, traumatized the community. And due to lax gun laws and culture of extremism, no one was held accountable. How does someone put that out? Traumatized? That's the founder of Moms Demand something. Traumatized. $50 million in damage. This was night three of rioting and looting. Do you think the community was traumatized by what the riot that took place uh, these people, are, they're not only pathological liars. They're just so irresponsible with what they put out. So irresponsible with what they put out. Folks, at 1221, good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of our program is brought to you by Endzone Sports Pub. Stop in and see Dana & Company, 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. End zone sports pub, Monday night football. Hey, Patriots are in first place. You can watch all the action. It's a great crowd. 
all Patriot fans end zone sports pub, and it's clean and family friendly. On Sundays, they have the NFL ticket and karaoke on Friday and Saturday nights. Stop in and see them. Well, folks, good afternoon, 1221 on this on this Monday. Now, again, I, I, the Rittenhouse thing, we want to hear what he says to Tucker Carlson tonight. Um, obviously, the, the big story is what happened with the, you know, they're still trying to go through possible motive with this. Heartland Terra SUV plows into this Christmas parade. Five dead, dozens injured, children targeted, captured on live stream. The suspect... You know, no one would say that it was a black suspect, except yesterday. And I mentioned this last hour. I want to play some of the sound. Yesterday, there was coverage. There was coverage in Wisconsin. And right away, you know, I was following this. Folks, this is the new political correctness when no one mentions a rapper, SUV driver, plowed through the crowds. So they're saying, as I said, they believe he was um, had been involved with some kind of a knife attack and was escaping. Uh, and so that was the reason he was was doing that. But but the, the, the media, they, they're afraid to get into the fact they will not mention race. And there was someone I want to play for you. So the, the stations in Wisconsin, as you can imagine, they all went live, right? And then this man called in, and it sounds like he didn't know that he was, um, he didn't know that he was on the air, right? So he didn't know that he was on, on television. And all of a sudden, early on, he was right there, and he said um, that, that, that the person happened to be um, black. So I want to... Oh, did they already take it down? Nope. I think this, I think this is, yeah. Listen to this, folks. I don't know if you want to use that. Okay. All right, hold on. Here it is. Here it is. It was a black guy with dreadlocks by himself. I don't know if you want to use that. Okay, well, listen, Rick. And I'm not, listen, hey, I'm a black guy. So I'm not, you know, saying that because I'm not, you know, a white guy out of the so I'm saying black guys did it. Okay. But this is what uh, her daughter said. Rick, I should inform you right now, you are on live television. So uh, we, oh, really? everything you say, we we are using. So we, we want to we wanna okay. be careful. Well, I'm, I'm telling you, okay. And, and we are going to, you know, listen, you are an eyewitness account and we're taking you at your word. We are going to work to confirm yes. these details later. He um, said it right away. Sum up. You Listen to this again. It was a black guy with dreadlocks by himself. I don't know if you want to use that. Okay, and, well, listen, Rick. And, and I'm not, listen, hey, I'm a black guy, so I'm not, you know, saying. So there was right away, right, right away, this individual pointed out who was behind it. And now all the photos that you're seeing, who are you seeing? A person of color, a, a black man with dreadlocks was the driver. And on top of that, he's even, I'm not saying a successful, but he's actually a rapper in this video of him, like rapping that he filmed or someone filmed him rapping. And the SUV that you see is right in the, right in the photo, right in the photo. So... Um, now I want to. There's an 
Illinois, um, Illinois rep that I mentioned, who immediately put out that it was karma, as frightening as it is, but it was it's karma that this happened. Because now someone was saying, why would it matter who it was or the race of the person? Well, I'll explain the reason why that may matter. And I understand there are people that are uncomfortable mentioning Black Lives Matter. There are um, certain people, there's also members of the media, but there are some people that have relationships or somehow connected in some different way to Black Lives Matter. And they may not want to come right out and say it, but they are and they do. And so they try to downplay things. But to say, um, you know, what what difference would it make if, in fact, it was a person of color is because the first thing you think of is if it was someone, a person of color, who was doing this. Where this parade was going on is about one hour from Kenosha. So it's certainly, you know, that's a fair question. What is the race of the person that was driving this SUV? So Illinois Dem blasted for calling Wisconsin Christmas rage karma. What a disgrace. It was probably just self-defense she put out. An Illinois Democrat, Mary Lemansky. Wow. Who would put something? What do you mean it was probably just? See, that's the attitude of, oh, it was karma, self-defense, probably just self-defense. Mary Lemansky. What? But, but I want to explain. That's why it certainly... You know, um, Fox early this morning was questioning whether or not it was an act of terrorism of uh, of that. So so I'm looking at this Mary Leminski, who is um, uh, a Democrat, and I think she's um, trying to now clean up. Um Let's see. Nobody cared about me like my whole life. My mom used to leave me for hours at a time alone my plow pen. I put out music 20 years. No one cared. Why do people suddenly care about a stupid remark? I can't believe my 15 minutes of fame. <laughs> hey, you're, you're the one. You're the one that put it out there. So um, she may have deleted it. But and then I like the person of, wow, I, I can't believe I'm getting all attention Boy, no one ever paid attention to me before. Well, you, you didn't put out something inflammatory like that before. So, all right. So I get it. This particular person then seemingly uh, deleted their deleted their tweet, but enough people captured it. And it's a Democrat response. And I want to be very clear. That certainly made you wonder if some of the talk from... Um, It certainly, uh, you know, there was people wondering, was this as a result of what people like Congressman David Cicilline said? 
Uh, was it because of what President Biden said about Kenosha? Here's the latest now at uh, 1229. Rapper SUV driver 39 plowed through the Christmas parade, killing five, injuring 40. He has a rap sheet dating back to 1999, is a sex offender, and was released just days ago on $1,000 bail for skipping bail. Why was he allowed out on jail? If he, Daryl Brooks, Daryl Brooks 39, driver of the red Ford SUV, plowed through the crowd. Um, court record show he was charged November 5th. He's the one they believe went through the crowd in his red SUV, killing five. Police have not confirmed his motive. He may have been fleeing the scene of an early knife attack. Among those killed were members of the Milwaukee Dancing Grannies who perform at the parade every year. Another 40 people were injured, including 12 children. Several remain in the hospital. Criminal history goes back to 1999. Unclear why his bond was set so low. He was charged with two felonies November 5th. Bail jumping being one of them. He should not have been out of jail. If he were not out of jail, those people would be alive. That is a, a complete cause and effect. Brooks is an amateur rapper shown above in a YouTube video standing in front of his red Ford truck. Doing uh, videos with weapons and money. Listen, when this happened, and there's a lot of mugshots on this guy, and he is a black guy with dreadlocks. Um, so, but it, it certainly ties in. It's a fair question. I know some people, why would it matter the race? Well, because then you wonder if, in fact, like that person who put out, well, it was just, he should just say it was self-defense. Isn't that the, listen, Kyle Rittenhouse, it was self-defense. It was self-defense. He was there. He, it was legal to have a weapon if they had not chased him. This business of if he were a person of color, if he were a person of color, they wouldn't have been chasing him. If he were, if he were 17 years old black, they wouldn't have been chasing him. So it's not a fair analogy. That's not a fair comparison. Well, you know, if he was a person of color. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show on this Monday is brought to you by CBD Store War. Now, right now, it's 1232. It is Monday. You're listening to the John DePietro show. And I want you to stop in and see Michael located 1845 Post Road in Warwick. They're also on Facebook, Facebook page. It's the CBD store. And they have tremendous products for everyone, whether you're fighting stress, anxiety, have trouble sleeping, dealing with pain, or just something for your pet. Stop it and see Michael, the CBD store, 1845 Post Road in Warwick. And folks, remember, it's worth the ride because if you mention... The John DePietro Show, you get 25% off. And they also, right now, as a matter of fact, right now at the CBD store, they're the only ones in New England that have this enhanced CBD pain support. It is just incredible. And it is, um, it's, it's zinc and CBD. You have to try it. It'll keep you healthy. It'll keep your family healthy. Stop in and see Michael at the CBD store, 1845 Post Road in Warwick. Folks, good afternoon at 1233 on this Monday. I'm going to play some more sound. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. As always, visit the website, 
DePetro.com. Uh, don't forget on our website, which is brought to you by Tavolo Wine Bar in Tuscan Grill. Authentic, innovative Italian cuisine. Big city food and ambience without the big city price tag. Providence, Smithfield, and Warwick. Smithfield right near Bryant. Providence, Atwell's Avenue, Federal Hill, and the Warwick location. Right across from the airport. Uh, stop it and see them. They have a uh, great menu. And it is authentic, innovative to, to, um, Italian cuisine. Tavolo, T-A-V-O-L-O. Uh, wine bar in Tuscan Grill. All right, let's play some more sound. Folks, the, um, the problem with the Biden administration and inflation, it's not going to go away. Uh, very interested to see. There is some sound that Tucker... Tucker Carlson that they um, that they released regarding the uh, interview with Kyle Rittenhouse. So this is Kyle Rittenhouse. Now this is on tonight, an exclusive where he. You tell me if this sounds like a racist. If this sounds like a racist, nothing to do with race. Um, it never had anything to do with race. It had to do with the right to self defense. Right. Um, I'm not a racist person. I support the BLM movement. I support peacefully demonstrating. And I believe there needs to be change. I believe there's a lot of prosecutorial misconduct, not just in my case, but in other cases. And it's just amazing to see how how much a prosecutor can take advantage of somebody. You know, he is 18 years old. Kyle Rittenhouse is well-spoken. This kid has been through hell. Um, I wanna, I'm going to play that again coming up, but uh, this business, the media did drop the ball. And also, it was in Saturday's Boston Globe, they mentioned Rhode Island Congressman David Cicilline and the misinformation that he put out regarding that. And he should be held accountable on it. Now, the article that appeared in the Boston Globe, they, they didn't even touch on the fact that what he was putting out was misinformation. You know, th- this crowd, they they love to um they love to talk about, you know, President Trump is undermining democracy and January 6th and what it's boy folks, what's really uh terrible is these beloved dancing grannies among those killed. I mean, this is just uh, terrible. But the first reaction amongst certain Democrats was, ha, ha, ha. See, this is what you're dealing with right now. This is really what you're dealing with. You're, You're dealing with a Democrat party that has no real leader, seemingly is is just broken. And. The, the reactions, there needs to be, I, I would argue, you know, this thing of their saying how President Trump and is undermining democracy and questioning, um, you know, what, what they're doing and, and they're hurting people's uh, confidence in elections. Well, I, I would also uh, argue that what, what they are doing is undermining the justice system. So I'm looking at this was a story that appeared. Oh, it was actually um, 
shared in the Boston Globe. But it was, um, let's see, uh, Republican celebration, Democrat anger, widening political divide. So Ron Johnson said justice has been served. Ted Cruz said the Rittenhouse verdict reminds us of the moral legal right. Um, let me get to, uh, they also had Jerry Nadler. And then they also mentioned uh, the tweet. Yeah, Representative Jerry Nadler of New York said it's a miscarriage of justice. Sets a dangerous precedent. Derek Johnson, president of NAACP, called the verdict a travesty. The verdict is a reminder the treacherous role white supremacy and privilege play within our justice system. What are they talking about? What? It was it was absolutely the the right response. That was a self-defense case. That's who they were going after. Any other verdict, the, the charges never should have been brought in the first place. And I'll also say this. Now, you heard, if you missed it, but we will have it posted on the website. I don't believe that, that Governor McKee, I don't believe he's got a 59% approval rating. I don't. And I want to play some sound from over the weekend. Um, first of all, Joy... Joy Reid of MSNBC reacts to the Rittenhouse verdict. Anyone who supports Black Lives Matter should be very afraid tonight. Listen, that was a riot. Listen to the vice president. Now, she's a former prosecutor, former prosecutor here. She knows the law, the useless, dysfunctional vice president. Listen to her statement on the verdict. This was on Friday. Here we go. Hey Vice President Harris. And um, I have questions about the verdict, and the verdict really speaks for itself. As many of you know, I've spent a majority of my career working to make the criminal justice system more equitable, and clearly there's a lot more work to do. Thanks. What is that supposed to mean? You know, I heard her criticize over the weekend saying, you know, that was an opportunity for her as a former prosecutor to talk about that he was. Kyle Rittenhouse had a jury. He was found not guilty in a courtroom, in the United States courtroom, by a jury of his peers, found not guilty. Let's go to some of the sound. ABC's This Week, Martha Raddus with the panel. Had Rittenhouse been African-American young man? You know, this whole notion of this is not true. Listen to Look at this in a larger sense and where the laws are now and given what byron said as well wisconsin doesn't have that so-called stand your ground statute but their laws really are just short of that absolutely and i think what byron said is absolutely correct because that is the larger focus that people are looking at this trial in is that had rittenhouse been african-american young man would the sentence or would the verdict have been the same statistically what we find is that it stop the tape for a moment folks wait Again, not to be redundant here, but why that's not a fair statement is would, would, would three white guys have attacked him if he was a person of color? The answer is no. So that's not even a fair analogy to the situation. I know they think it has to do with the law, 
but it's the circumstances that set up that he was being attacked in the first place. Would not be. And so that is the injustice that people are put, are looking at this verdict in. It's not necessarily just about Rittenhouse. It's about the larger picture of the criminal justice system and how it disproportionately affects black and brown individuals. When The fact is that the reason Kyle Rittenhouse had charges brought against him was because he was white. That That's it. It was political pressure because he was white is why charges were brought in the first place. This is how we got to where we are. Because the chances are, look at that summer, how many of those Black Lives Matter, Antifa, defund the police protesters were able to riot, uh, loot, burn things, destroy property, and they didn't face any charges. Why? Because of the color of their skin. As far as Governor McKee, do I believe he has a 59% approval rating? I don't. And listen to CBS talks about right now, uh, they're saying he has a 67% disapproval rating, President Biden. Handling of inflation. Of Let's listen to this. We begin with a brand new CBS News poll. It doesn't have a lot of good news politically for President Biden. His approval rating is at 44%, his lowest in our polling since he took office. And it's the economy that is taking a toll on the president's standing as prices for food, gas, and other items continue to rise. 67% of Americans now disapprove of the president's handling of inflation. See, I don't see how Governor McKee skates on that. I don't see how he skates on that. Um, I don't. I think that he is a Biden moderate And I think Governor McKee is tied. I think his approval rating is going to play more into uh, President Biden's approval rating, which is very low. They are the same, basically. Um, Inflation is going to, I think, well, it's going to dictate the next few months. People are unhappy. People aren't happy with the price of everything. Let's go back to ABC's This Week. For the next six months, rent, food, gasoline, we're all going to be paying more for everything. The next six months is belt tightening. Does that sound like something that's going to be positive for the administration? Let's hear it. Start with you. People are struggling. You heard them struggling there, heading into the holiday. The White House has said this is a transitory problem, but is it more fundable, fun, fundamental? Is this going to stick around? Well, Martha, from your excellent reporting, I mean, we saw with those families, I mean, it's everything. It's food, it's gasoline, this 30-year high. So for them, it feels fundamental. It feels basic because it is. In speaking with the Economist Gregory Dacko is one of note at Oxford Economics. He does say in the next 12 months that pricing pressures should begin to come down. The logic being that some of these supply chain issues that we've been hit so hard with will begin to mitigate. And that is going to take down some of the pricing pressure. But in the near term, for the next six months, let's face it, we are all going to pay more for everything. Rent, food, gasoline, the next six months is belt tightening. And it's a difficult time of year for a lot of people who would like to enjoy the holidays with their families. You know, there's no way around that. And I want to go back to, I'm going to go back to the, 
the Kyle Rittenhouse uh, element. Folks, good afternoon on this Monday. Short week. It is Thanksgiving week. Uh, 1245, you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at our website, which is dipietro.com. Uh, this portion of the program is brought to you by Brothers Disposal. Come on, brother. Call Brothers Disposal today, 401-688-0517, 401-688-0517. Now offering... They're also offering weekly trash collection services. But Brothers Disposal, get a purple dumpster for your driveway and get rid of some of those unwanted belongings that you have. Whether it's, you know, old rusted bikes or tricycles or sleds or just things that are taking up place, you know, space in your home. Brothers Disposal. 401 6880517 6880517 come on brother call brothers disposal today and for your business now offering weekly trash collection services you know Justin Katz who we spoke to last hour in our segment of um our segment of um, politics this week he mentioned that a state senator the state senator who is um i i just find her to be ridiculous with, you know, these local reps, the fact that he it was self-defense and then someone says he murdered two people. Um, he didn't murder two people. Uh, Tierra Mack, state senator, represents uh, Camp Street area, Providence. Oh, we get off because of white supremacy. Everything is white supremacy. Oh, uh, if if a white person shoots three other white people, that's all white supremacy. Folks, what what is that? I, does anyone even know what that means anymore? I don't even know what language these people are speaking. Everything, it's become a parody. Everyone, everything's white supremacy in their world. Everything, everyone's a racist. Now, those of you that live in Congressional District 1, and right now it's 1247 on this Monday, I just wish people would take a look at how, what do you gain by Congressman David Cicilline? He is going to have challenges this time, or this time next year. He's up for re-election next year. He's going to be at the back of the bench. He's going to be at the back of the room. Um, The Republicans are going to retake the House. Everything is about race with this crowd, you know, and... um, he, he is just, I just don't see how he serves the people of Rhode Island. He is not geared towards serving the people of Rhode Island. It's all self-serving. It's selfish, self-serving is what he's all about. And don't get me wrong. I fully recognize that, um, you know, he's not the easiest person to, uh, he certainly won't come on with me. He's very spotty. I was mentioning last hour, he will never admit, gee, maybe I shouldn't have put that Kyle Rittenhouse was chasing people down. You know, there are certain facts about the case that are disputable. And then there's certain facts about the case that are indisputable. Cicilline saying that Kyle Rittenhouse was chasing people down, that, that, that's not the facts of the case. Um, even even the prosecutors that were trying to prosecute him, they weren't alleging that. 
Do you understand? They even they were they were saying he inflamed the situation. The prosecutors in the Kyle Rittenhouse case. And again, if you haven't seen it, I did put it on the website to Petro.com. The prosecutors in the case were not saying that Kyle Rittenhouse was chasing down the three people he shot. They were trying to say by having the weapon, he was inflaming them, almost antagonizing them. But even even they were never saying that, you know, that he was chasing them down. Um, even the prosecutors in the case won't say that it was a peaceful protest. They admit that the first two nights, just unbelievable fire. By the way, folks, this was also the incident where the person from CNN was on camera. And he's standing there, and you can see the fires behind him in the background. And CNN had on that, it's almost like a famous now, just how ridiculous they were. Fiery, but mostly peaceful protest after police shooting. Kenosha, Wisconsin. And behind the reporter from CNN, you see a complete building on fire. Fiery, but mostly peaceful protest after police shooting. And think how ridiculous that is. So even CNN realized they shouldn't have put that out. So two things that that Cicilline put out that are just completely factually wrong in what, again, bringing a gun to a peaceful protest. The rioters had guns. One of the people that Kyle Rittenhouse shot had a gun and admitted the only reason, the only time Kyle Rittenhouse shot him was he pointed his pistol at Kyle Rittenhouse. Bringing a gun to a peaceful protest. First of all, the rioters, looters, they had guns on the street. It was not a peaceful protest. And he wasn't chasing people down. David Cicilline, this acquittal is a stain in our justice system. He is undermining the justice system. You know, folks, I'm going to even take it to a level. And Justin Katz was who we spoke to last hour with our segment Politics This Week. Hear me out. Right now it's 1251. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Justin Katz was right. Justin was right by saying, you know, what a what a disservice they do. If you keep telling a lie, keep telling people of color that white people are out there to hunt you down. That's why then, you know, it, it makes sense why they are then fighting and trying to grab guns from people. Instead of either, you know, why they're resisting arrests, why they're literally fighting for their lives, because you put so much paranoia into the situation. It reminds me of, for those of you that are familiar with how the Japanese operated in World War II, they kept, you know, it's, it's terrible. But think, they were telling their people that the Americans, if they catch you, right, that they will boil you alive and they're going to. I mean, I I don't even like to talk about it. There were Japanese that were committing suicide. There were Japanese that were taking their children and jumping off cliffs because their leaders, in an effort to get them to fight to the death, were wrongly brainwashing them, telling them if the Americans catch you, they're going to boil. I mean, I hate to even say this, boil and consume your children. They're going to torture you and they're going to kill you and your family. And we all know that. You know, that was not the case, but it but the Americans coming in led to a lot of the Japanese to take their own lives 
families were jumping off cliffs under the false notion that the Americans, if they came in and took over, that they were going to kill them. Well, fast forward, you know, Cicilline, some of these other reps, convincing constantly, consistently, irresponsibly, telling people of color, police want to hunt you down. Police are your enemy. That's why, you know, I talk about the irresponsible Black Lives Matter protest at the Providence High Schools last year and even I think this past spring, repeatedly telling them, you know, telling 16, 17 year old young black males, police want to hunt you down. Cops are racist. If cops see you, they want to hunt you down. You know, you should be very afraid. That's why we need to abolish the police. That's why we, I mean, it's it's so reckless and irresponsible when you think about it like that. And that's what's going on here. Cicilline knows. Cicilline, David Cicilline, former officer of the court, defense attorney, he knows that this was a very difficult self-defense case to go up against the prosecution, number one, as we played. Wisconsin is almost similar to Florida with staying your ground. You have a right to defend yourself, number one. Number two, the video clearly that came out right away showed they were chasing him. He was running away. He was running towards the police. They were chasing him. They were knocking him down. So, Cicilline, this is an opportunity. Listen, the system worked. He shouldn't have been charged. But a jury of his peers, he held a courtroom. They held a, uh, excuse me, a trial. And a jury of his peers found him not guilty. And again, doesn't mean innocent. I saw some people putting that out. Doesn't mean he's innocent. That's not what we're, we're talking about. The charges are either guilty or not guilty. Prove without a re- beyond a reasonable doubt. They, their standard, they had to prove that he was there to murder them. And the jurors said, we watched the film of it. We watched it was heavily filmed. We read the law under the law because he had a weapon. They were aggressively chasing him. He had a right to defend himself. Now, I'll say this. Senator Reid didn't put out anything. Senator Sheldon Whitehouse did not put out anything. Congressman Langevin did not put out anything. Governor McKee did not put out anything. What's disgraceful are the reps, some of the socialist reps, and then Cicilline. Cicilline, it's a stain on our justice system. You know what's a stain? His brother, who went to federal prison, is a practicing attorney. That's the stain on our legal system. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show. Do you need a good real estate person? Well, if you go to DePietro.com, you're going to see a link from my friend Pat Elston, Caldwell Banker Realty. Based in Cumberland, 20 years experience. I bet you know Pat. Give her a call. Wish her a happy Thanksgiving. Maybe you bought a house with Pat. Maybe you sold a house through Pat. Call her. 401 474-5253. 474-5253. 20 years experience. Licensed Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Caldwell Banker Realty. Pat Elston. 
specializes residential investment property sales. And right now, you know, the current real estate market, it is strong if you have the right person. That person is Pat Elston. Give her a call, 401-474-5253. Folks, now coming up, we will have the latest on this horrible situation in um, in Wisconsin with the Christmas parade. And by all accounts, until we learn more, it would seem that this criminal that shouldn't have been out on, on bail, that, you know, a lot of times information comes out right in the beginning and gives you an idea of what was really behind it. And they're saying that he was involved with some kind of knife incident. He was fleeing a crime. Who knows if he was on something, whatever, and then just went cruising down that street, hitting all those people. Um, so we're going to hear more in the one o'clock news, and then we we have um, another full hour to go uh, on this Monday. But it is um, the 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 racial. I want you to understand people like. Cicilline, how about President Biden said, you know, I'm also angry at this verdict. What are you talking about? Why are you angry about the verdict? Why not just for once stand up and say, I know some people may be upset, but the justice system works. The justice system, Kyle Rittenhouse was brought up. First of all, he shouldn't have been brought up on charges. Those were political in nature. It did go to trial. And he was found not guilty by a jury of his peers. Now, next hour, more on Biden's plummeting poll numbers. Some more on local stories. Feel terrible for this rat situation in North Providence. Right now, it's 1259. We have another hour to go. We're going to break for the one o'clock news. And then, folks, stay tuned. And then um, a lot more, the latest on uh, this horrible, you're going to hear it coming up at the one o'clock news with this Christmas parade in Wisconsin. They do have, it seems, one lone suspect. So leave it here. We'll be back on the other side right here. It's the John DePietro Show. Power Hour is next on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM.